to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Somehow searching for the answers In the night like shadow dancers Before their time is gone They rage on Against the lives that this world gave them Hoping something's there to say My pleasure now to welcome to the show Chris Thorstein from Manitoba's Doc Walker. They have a great new album out called Weather Vane, and the song you're hearing on the radio these days is a great one called Heart of the Heartland, and there are many other great songs uh, on this album, including a couple of cover songs, and we'll talk about that and much more with my guest, Chris Thorstein. Hey, Chris. Hey there. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful, and of course, uh, the other member of Doc Walker is Dave Wassilou, and I, I'm pronouncing both your names correctly, correct? Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> that's sort of been a, a struggle over, over the years <laughs> with Dave and I. I mean, uh, Thorstenson isn't that bad, but if you look at Dave's name the way it's spelled, W-A-S-Y-L-I-W, it does, really doesn't make any sense at all on how to say it. So you did a great job there. Awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, the new album is great. Heart of the Heartland is out there. And uh, before we came on the air, you were telling me, you know, regardless of where a listener is from, big city, small town, uh, there's something in Heart of the Heartland they can relate to. Yeah, you know, I think, and that's, we have this, uh, just saw the lyric video, it's going to be out really, really soon. We had people send in pictures of, you know, where they're from and what they, what makes them feel like home. And just the feedback that we've gotten over this song, um, is it? It doesn't really matter if you're, you know, if you're from a small town and you're, you move to the city and you you think of home and you think of your small town. There's lots of people that that I've talked to from Toronto, Calgary, that say, you know, it makes me, you know, when I hear the broken streets line or or you know, ghost down every street line, it, it really makes them think of where they're from, you know, in the city. So it, it's one of those songs that you really try to write that can can connect with with people doesn't matter sort of of region so it's just not a regional kind of song and uh, another song that was off this album that uh, we enjoyed was heaven on dirt and uh those are both great titles heaven on dirt as opposed to heaven on earth heart of the yeah. heartland is a clever title uh but of course beyond a great title you got to have the substance to back that up oh for sure you know um it's funny we didn't have it was kind of opposite with heaven on dirt uh we didn't have the title till the song was done pretty much and and you know oddly enough a song about you know rural living and and farming the hook of the, the title of the song was actually written on the corner of portage in maine in winnipeg <laughs> and you know pretty <laughs> famous street there and dave has an office there and he he was like you know i'm not leaving until the song is done and he kind of shut the office up and he was 
I think he was walking out to catch a bus in the corner of Portage in Maine, and, and this heaven on dirt came to, or, it came to him. So it, uh, you know, that one was sort of the end of the song, and with uh, Heart of the Heartland, we sat down with a couple guys in Toronto, and, and we were talking about where we're from, and and I think somebody had mentioned Heart of the Heartland in a, in a sentence, so we kind of started there. So, you know, you never know where a song is going to take you. You just you you got to try to write from the heart and make sure that it connects with people. Uh, we'll talk about some of the stories behind some of the songs uh, on the album, and obviously we're going to play a couple of them. But let's talk about the covers on here, because interesting choices. Uh, of course, Dan Seals, They Ray John. Uh, I know that you guys love this song. We've talked about it before. It's a great yeah. story song. Let's start with that one and just uh, how much of that song means to both of you, you and Dave. Well, you know, that song, we uh, I've always been a huge Dan Seals uh, fan. I think he's one of the best country vocalists that's ever been out there between him and Keith Whitley. That was sort of who I grew up listening to. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just loved the song so much. We would play at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon when we first started out at festivals. You know, you get the the afternoon slot, right? And uh, you, had to, you had two or three songs on radio, so you had to, you had to book 45 minutes. You had to you know, think of what to do that nobody else knew yeah. of any of our songs. So so we'd throw some <laughs> wacky covers in there. I think we actually did, during the time we would do They Rage On, we actually did Eminem. Um, I forget which song it was. We did a country version of Eminem. <laughs> we, we would do anything to get attention. But uh, what we would do is, is all of us would go to the front of the stage, the drummer would bring just a little snare up, and we would just do that song acoustically with four or five-part harmony. And... Uh, you know, we would be signing autographs after, and people would be would be asking when we were going to put that song on an album and who wrote it. And I kept thinking, oh, didn't you guys not ever hear this song? It's a, it's a great Dan Seals tune. So, yeah. you know, it's finally, after so many years, we finally did put it on a record. So that's sort of the, the story behind that tune. That's a great one. And Dan Seals, when I think back to uh, so many of his great songs, which I know you'll know, Everything That Glitters Is Not Gold, You Still Move Me, God Must Be a Cowboy at Heart, and one that just came to mind that I'd forgotten about, but I used to love, uh, My Baby's Got Good Timing, which is a catchy, fun song. Oh, for sure. You know, Meet Me in Montana. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's funny, we we were playing with Big and Rich in uh, Grand Prairie, and I just kind of just about lost my voice. We were on a pretty long tour, and we ended up in, in Grand Prairie, and uh, we ended up in the bus with Big and Rich after the show. And uh, wow, that's when you're getting a little bit sick and you're kind of losing your voice. That's the last place you want to end up after <laughs> after a concert. I'll tell you that. You don't get much sleep. But uh, John and I sat down with some acoustics and and uh, I played. I told him about Rage On, and he's a huge Dan Seals fan. So I sang that one, and he sang Meet Me in Montana, and I did Everything That Glitters, and he did Bop, and oh. we went back and forth. And he's like, "Man, it's I, I can't remember the last time I've been able to go toe to toe with somebody on Dan Seals." Oh, so, that's great. You know, yeah, you know, the, the, when there's artists like Dan Seals that are out there, those songs are so timeless that. You know, mm-hmm. we, we hope that someday maybe something like Driving the Brakes on or Rocket Girl or Beautiful Life will end up being that, and that's because that's what we grew up really kind of appreciating. That great old country music like Alabama and Restless Heart. I know we've talked about them before. Uh, Dan yeah. Seals, I grew up, uh, yeah, loving him just just as well uh, as you just mentioned. Uh, we'll, we'll cover one more cover, and then we'll get into uh, some of the originals in here. But uh, Ooh La La, which uh, some people would know by I guess the phrase I wish I knew. What I wish I knew now, what I knew then, yeah, which is part of it. But it's Ooh La La, Rod Stewart, and I think before that it was Faces, which he was in. 
Right, yeah, and it was weird because Dave and I, we, we've always had cover songs on all of our records. It started with Waylon Jennings, we did Lonesome Henry and Mean, we've done Neil Young, uh, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Delamitri with Driving to the Brakes on, uh, Genesis, that's all. You know, I think years of being a mm-hmm. bar band back in the day that we always wanted to be unique and different, so we'd always put our own spin on on cover songs. Now, sometimes that went over, and sometimes it didn't. But uh, <laughs> so you know, throughout the years, we we always tried to do some interesting cover songs just to keep everything fresh. And I mean, that's always a pretty big hit for for the band, uh, considering it was a Genesis song. I thought we were going to be hung out to dry by Genesis fans and Phil Collins fans, but I think you know they really appreciated it. So with this song. Um, you know, Dave and I were just sitting in a, in the office listening to some songs, and and uh, he was like, "Hey, I was listening to this one the other day," and I was like, "Faces," and I knew the song, but I didn't. I hadn't mm-hmm. heard that version, and he mentioned that Rod Stewart was in the band, but didn't actually sing the song. And then Rod Stewart covered it when he did a solo career. So, you know, I love the, the the idea of the song. It kind of goes together with another song on on the uh, Weathervane record. It's a song called "Just Fine." Um, where Dave and I kind of wrote it from a, a, a you know perspective of having kids now, and, and if we could go back and tell ourselves, you know, because you know, of course when you're 13, 14 years old, everything is the end of the world, you know. It's it's uh, yeah, sure. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I, heard, I heard a funny saying. It's funny how you can ruin a four-year-old's day by giving them the wrong color a cup in the morning. <laughs> it just it just seems so true. So on on the song yeah. that we wrote is you basically where you go back and you tell yourself it's like I listen I I don't have any advice for you but it's going to work out okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then hearing this faces tune, uh, Rod Stewart, uh, ooh la la, it has the same kind of idea to it. I wish I knew what I know now, you know. So it exactly. just kind of fit together. Yeah, I wish that I knew what I know now when I was younger. One of the lines yeah. from it's such a great song. Uh, we're going to come back and talk about uh, some of the stories behind the songs. Anybody who's got the album or is going to get it will appreciate that and get a little more meaning uh, on the songs. Let's turn right now to the new single out uh, radio from Doc Walker. It's a great one called Heart of the Heartland on In the Country. Of the heartland 
And that is Doc Walker with Heart of the Heartland here on In the Country. It's off of their album Weathervane. Uh, you can get that at iTunes. You can check them out online at docwalker.ca, plus all their social media sites. And uh, some great songs on here, including Sick of Whiskey. And uh, we're going to hear a bit later on the show, but tell me a bit about uh, this song. Well, this song, uh, it was Dave was talking about, you'd think I'd be sick of whiskey by now, because this poor guy, like we love writing songs about just stories, making up stories. You know, you can't always write about life because, you know, honestly, our life isn't really that exciting. So we got to make stuff up. <laughs> um, it does get exciting, but, uh, you know, so anyway, we're, we're talking be. about yeah. different people we know and who we've heard of. And it's like, you know, you're just, you're thinking of this poor guy that just keeps getting his heart broken, you know, and first thing he does, he goes back to the, goes back to the pub and gets some whiskey and, but it just seems like he's got the worst luck in the whole entire world when it comes to women. So uh, the idea was you'd think I'd be sick of whiskey by now. So I, I always like that because, you know, I'm a huge fan of the old country lyrics too, you know, like the Waylon Jennings and sort of that, uh, you know, the rebel country, the outlaw mm-hmm. country kind of stuff. So, you know, we were, we were writing a song with Murray Pulver, and uh, he came up with him or Dave, I think it was Dave maybe played this kind of, thing on the acoustic and it sounded reminded me a lot of the joe walsh tune life's been good to me uh life's been oh, good yeah. so i i was like let's just write a great country lyric song with like joe walsh guitar and you know this old kind of cool uh you know a lot country thing so it, to me it was just really unique i you know when you come up with a piece of work that is that if i heard it in the radio and i didn't write it i'd be like that's cool that's why i wish i wrote that you know yeah, that's got to be great to uh, where you could step back. And I know that it can happen. Uh, you're a writer. Um, even though you created it, you can step back from something and go, wow, I wrote that. You can actually yeah, have I, that I, kind I, of separation and appreciate it. Right. This And this is one of those where, you know, I, I don't know what was going on. I just really, it was something different that we did that, that I really like. Um, you know, I think a lot of the times you really try not to write the same thing over and over again, and it's a conscious effort not to. But when mm-hmm. your your styles are a certain way, it, it just naturally ends up happening. So when you sort of branch out and write something unique, it, it's uh, it's pretty pretty uh, pretty cool. Now I know that um, you have uh, audience members sing back lyrics to the radio songs you know so well. Do, have you heard them sing back uh, something like Sick of Whiskey that isn't out at radio, but they've got the song through iTunes, through the album, and uh, well, they've not, heard it enough that they can sing sing along? Not yet, but uh, the one time that that happened that really kind of freaked me out was in Australia. Um, you know, there's huge uh, fans of music there, not just, it's not a hugely single-driven market, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, in Sydney and the major brisbane major cities that it's it's sort of like it is here it's all what singles are out but in the country markets when you go there if they're a fan of the 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 band or the the act they seem to know every song which was kind of strange we were playing a a big festival um cmc rocks snowies and the night before we were playing in a pub and i noticed all these people sort of mouthing the the lyrics to these songs that really hadn't been on radio in Australia at all, talking to a few of them, and they, you know, it's funny, they just, they say, oh, yeah, we got all your records, and we like track four off of your second record, and I'm like, what song is that? You know, so they really dive into the music, and for for an artist, that's 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 really, uh, you know, that's something to see. It's it's, uh, It really makes it worthwhile what you're doing. 
And on that note, I'm sure that you're a band that uh, has turned people on to country music, whether you've had a, heard this from them or not, but from people who maybe thought they didn't like country music, hadn't heard enough, maybe they went to a Doc Walker concert with a friend and they end up, they end up liking your stuff and maybe other country music. Well, yeah, and you know that's uh, we've always been more of a rock country band, not I wouldn't say pop really, more of a, a Eagles-based CCR kind of. I guess they kind of call it more of a California country. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band had a lot of that kind of folk mm-hmm. California style in it, also. And you know, we get a lot of boyfriends coming with their girlfriends to shows that you can tell they just don't want to be there when <laughs> we're playing our first song. They right. stand there going, uh, and. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. By the end of the show, they come up with their girlfriends for meet and greet or autographs, and they're like, "Man, I, I don't like country, but you, know, you guys don't really sound country, it's right?" Because we're, you know, we're a, a rootsy kind of country rock band. Hmm. Absolutely, and and sometimes it's also a matter of somebody hasn't listened to enough country music to know. Uh, how much good stuff's out there, and then they get introduced to it, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, another song, we're going to get to Sick of Whiskey. We're going to play it on the show in a little bit. Uh, another one I wanted to get the story behind is Dollar Store Cashier. Really original song title. Kind of makes you wonder, what is this about? Yeah, it's it's funny that we've played that for a few people, and uh, this odd thing is happening. Um, we, we played it for somebody, and they're like, oh, my God, you finally wrote the sequel to, to Rocket Girl. And I was like, what? I didn't know he didn't. <laughs> And uh, then, then I st- started listening to it. I'm like, wow, I guess it kind of does in a way. I did, We didn't even write Rocket Girl. I was Jason McCoy, and, and Danny Carr wrote mm-hmm. that. But, you know, it was such a big hit for us that so many people kind of wanted, a, you know, another version of it or something. And I'm like, well, you, sure. know, you know, there's only one Hotel California. There's only one, you know, Sweet Home Alabama. That's so right. you know, there's only one Beautiful Life and one Rocket Girl. Why would we rewrite it? But yet, when we finished Dollar Store Cashier and showed it around, it really doesn't sound at all like Rocket Girl. Like, the melody and the tempo and everything's totally different. But it just seems to have uh, a feel and a vibe to it, that the same thing that, that people connected to with Rocket Girl, where, you know, the guy wants to take the girl out of this town and, and just stick with her and stand stand by her no matter what. And uh, it's, it's really cool that we, we kind of did it where when we didn't mean to. So it, it wasn't sort of a forced, hey, we should rewrite Rocket Girl somehow. It just happened that we wrote a song called Dollar Store Cashier, and now it seems to be connecting with people in the same way, which is which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm, indeed it is. And uh, co- collaboration-wise, you've done, of course, a huge one with uh, Emerson Drive, great song that the two of you united for. Uh, do you have any dream uh, collaborations, Chris, uh, with you and Dave together, uh, whether it be a special album, might not happen, but just just as a as a, a point to ponder, somebody that you would love to either share the stage with or an album with a, a collaborator. Well, I, I think uh, I would just I would love to do a song with Katie Lang. I mean, or Lyle Lovett. Nice. That, that would be, or you know, Tom Waits is an, another huge fan of Tom Waits, and you know that this song on there, uh, the one I was talking about earlier, just fine. Uh, is really kind of inspired by Tom Waits, which you know you listen to it. If you know Tom Waits, it doesn't sound at all the same. Um, <laughs> but if you picture just if you close your eyes and listen to Just Fine and picture Tom Waits singing it, then you're like, wow, I never thought of that. But so that you know, mm-hmm. I, I think Katie Lang though that would be. I think for for us, if Dave and I could do you know say a, a five album, five song album, 
it would be like, you know, Tom Waits, Lyle Lovett, Katie Lang. It would just it would be a pretty pretty cool little piece of work, I think. Interesting. Uh, interesting and the artists that you mentioned are kind of on the uh they're not in commercial country. I was trying to think of the right word, kind of on the right. sidelines. Great artists, but they're not mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Those artists, too, they don't, you know, I don't know when the last time anybody's really ever heard a, you know, a Tom Waits, Katie Lang, or, or uh, you know, any of those singles out. They really don't have singles sure. anymore. But, I mean, they, they go play these amphitheaters and theaters in the States, and they just they could just tour for the rest of their lives because they just keep creating, you know, great-sounding music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, have have your fans, uh, well, I know they have, but is there a specific song that comes up more than others, Chris, when uh, fans will come up to you and say, this song uh, comforted me, really helped me through a tough time? Oh, I would definitely say Beautiful Life is is the song, you know. I mean, that my mother passed away in 2007. That, that was basically the last song that she'd ever heard Dave and I write. Um and a lot of people thought because she'd passed away and then the song came out that we'd written it for, for Betty, but, uh, it was actually before and it really kind of helped me that song. And, uh, mm. you know, just getting a lot of people's, uh, perspective on, you know, how it's helped them how it's like they, it helps them rejoice. It's more like it could be an anniversary mm. song or a wedding song or, a, or if you, I've heard of a lot of people using it at funerals, which is, you know, it, it's pretty special. So, you know, it's one of those songs that's pretty open-ended um, and just kind of makes you feel good, you know, and helps you get mm-hmm. through some pretty pretty crappy times sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. That's the great thing about music, and Beautiful Life is a great example of that. I want to turn to another song from the album Weather Vane, which is out now from Doc Walker. You can get it at iTunes and all the other uh, great music places. Uh, we're going to turn to Sicko Whiskey, and uh, anything else you wanted to add about the song, Chris, something about the production or anything else that uh, can give us a bit of insight into the song? Well, it's just a, it's a fun song to play. Hard song to sing, but fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Let's hear it now. This is Doc Walker and Sicko Whiskey on In the Country. Sorrow 
There's a picture of us still hanging on the wall. Oh, how I wish she'd just taken it all. And that is Manitoba's own Doc Walker with Sick of Whiskey. You will find uh, that great song on their album, Weather Vane. The current single from that is Heart of the Heartland. And, Chris, I want to thank you so much for being here. It's always great to, to chat with you and uh, get some insight into the music. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, a lot of interviews we do, it was, it's, you know, 20, 30 seconds. So it's nice to actually get, <laughs> get time to sit and talk about the songs. I know Dave and I have been... We've been talking to management about trying to get across the prairies and across Canada and maybe doing just Dave and I and maybe maybe Dave, Dave Casey, the guitar player, just a real scaled-down kind of songs and stories of the heartland kind of thing mm-hmm. where we, you know, I think it would really, really work instead of going around and touring big places, just take a take time to do a small tour and talk about the songs, talk about the album because of the theme on the record is so predominant. It, it would be nice to, to have sort of a, uh, you know, a storyteller kind of uh, concert, which yeah. would be fun. So look for that in the future, hopefully. I love that idea. I wish you guys will do that because I love going to songwriter rounds. I love hearing the stories behind the songs, more acoustic. And I, Yeah, your fans right. absolutely love that. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we've been around for so long. A lot of people have seen our show, and uh, you know, they've seen us at big festivals, small festivals, clubs, and this is the one thing we haven't done is something like that—a little songwriters in the round, uh, songs and stories of the heartland. So, hopefully, we can get that put together and get out on tour pretty soon. Once again, my guest has been Chris Thorstenson from Doc Walker. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.